who will survive? Means nothing. Nothing means nothing. What do you mean by that? I'm talking about all the way to the top. Yeah. Unjustifiably in a position that I'd rather not be in. But the cream rise to the top. give you a show like you have never ever seen before why because i can hello everyone welcome to the positively processing podcast i'm your host steve fountas with me clicking on the line is doogie hauser is eric sanchez how's it going tonight we're back it's been a while i know too long way too to long. talk to talk about wrestling and this is more of a classic show because we we watched something we're going to talk about it. we sure Review did it. yeah we this week we're gonna be talking about wwf in your house 16 canadian stampede this was the 16th one huh yes one of probably the most famous uh in your houses ever i'd say i and think we'll, so we'll talk about it yeah and i've seen this sh- i've definitely seen the main event before but to sit and watch the whole show it's been a long time so we'll talk about it as we always do here on the ppw podcast <laughs> we're not here to talk about other stuff i mean maybe we will you never know <laughs> where we're gonna end up you never you never quite can tell where we're gonna end up on this show right here. we're not uh, it's unscripted uncut uncooked uncooked <laughs> Like raw. raw, like back in '93. Mm-hmm. Oh, geez. Well, if you want to follow us on all the socials, please do. PPW Podcast on X, Twitter, whatever it's called now. Positively Processing Podcast Facebook group. You can subscribe to us on your favorite podcast app. Uh, just search Positively Processing Podcast. If you like us, want to leave a review on iTunes, go ahead and do that too. And uh, you can go back in the archives. Listen to some older shows we've done before. Maybe you're thinking. I wonder if they've ever done this show. We probably have. We've done a lot. And or if you want to watch along while we comment, commentate. That's true. There's watch along on there too. There's there's special episodes. There's movie Legends reviews. House. There's Christmas. <laughs> oh God, you gotta love Legends House. Love Legends House. <laughs> Look at Howard, three hundred pounds. He falls to the floor. Ends up on the first floor. Damn. <laughs> when they were at the the Roomba. Man, me and Gene. Me, me and Gene was uh, cutthroat. <laughs> He was just mean. <laughs> he, oh, I mean, yeah, I guess that's the name, huh? Mean Gene. <laughs> Favorite episode was when Gene and uh, Mean Gene and Pat Patterson were supposed to cook everybody dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they didn't. They realized it wasn't thought out. Yeah. So they just left and started playing cards. <laughs> and then Jimmy's like, "They're supposed to make us dinner, and they're outside just playing cards." What were they eating? <laughs> chips? That was their dinner. Yeah, just chips and some cigarettes. Yeah. From Patterson. That's not a bad Played. dinner though. A couple, a couple cigarettes and some chips. Oh God, <laughs> disgusting. Uh, that's what <clears> that's what we do here on this this crazy ppw podcast show uh did you get that brother love figure it's not, on sale now at target not yet you should go to target norland and tinley it's now it's you should get up i guess by tomorrow it's on sale this week for only 13 bucks get out of here i'm gonna go tomorrow good plan and i'll yes. just cancel uh, my orland, pre-order orland orland <laughs> had a bunch of them and tinley had a bunch of them last i was here ah, the, the okay. targets out here yeah let me go get it i passed i was thinking about it but i'm like it doesn't really fit anywhere uh i did 
pass initially on that Ultimate Gobbledygooker Undertaker set. Yeah, me too. Because it's eighty bucks shipped, right? You know, on Amazon after tax and all. I'm like, that's too much. It is too much. And, I, and I'm thinking, like, you know, the next toy show, it'll be like fifty bucks or something for both of, for that set, which I think is what I would pay for it. Um, I think if I did I just, buy it, I'd probably get the Gooker. But I mean, why? Because it's the Gooker. Survivor Series ninety. I know. You got a pair of legs like my mother-in-law, pal. <laughs> <laughs> mean Gene said to the gobbly Gooker because he's mean. He is. Yeah. He's mean and he's Gene. Uh, that that's what's I don't know if you've late lately how targets are across the rest of the country, but the Orland Target and like the Tinley, the toy section looks like a bomb went off in there lately. It's just crap everywhere. Yeah. I, oh, I no, stopped going to the targets. The targets. Yeah. <laughs> probably the targets. two weeks ago I well, maybe last week I stopped. Because I would go there like every other night on my way home. I'd hit up the one um, on my way home. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I'd go in there and like it's a Hulk Hogan, a Dingo Warrior. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, just some like uh, some basics of like, and the basics these days are look pretty crappy compared to like they how, do. how they used to look before they changed whatever mm-hmm. one of the articulations in it. I don't know it was a year yeah. ago or two years ago, but yeah, there's really not much was, there. Yeah, I wasn't a fan, but of those basics. But if you go back, they've got the newer legend set. They've got Kama Mustafa. <laughs> they've got uh, you know the the brother love and maybe a '97 Undertaker for you. Which on ninety seven Undertaker is on this in your house show we're gonna talk about. This is ninety seven. It is, it is. It's right before SummerSlam ninety seven, one of the best pay per views ever. Do they have the D and the comma? I might get both. There you go, you get that the full nation of domination? Well, that's not full. <laughs> well, if, well you that's can half get the rest. There's a Mark Henry and there's a Farouk out there, right? Uh I think the Farouk came or probably on its own, but it also came at the rock about eight years ago. I remember seeing it at Target. Mm-hmm. I mean not Target, at Kmart. When Kmart's were around. Oh, Kmart. And I went in there. Rest, rest in peace to Kmart. <laughs> and I'm looking at it. I'm like, oh, I don't really want this rock. But now I do, you know, eight years later. <laughs> that's how it goes. That's uh, how it goes. That's okay. The, the secondary market on figures has definitely gone down over the past, you know, six months to a year. Mm-hmm. It's just how it is. It ebbs and flows. I remember back in the day when you can get a, a Hasbro's for like, you get a lot of like decent Hasbro's for like 20 bucks, like a bunch of them. Yeah. And now... They've gone down a little bit, but still not a ton. I've got the Hasbro's I want left. Mm-hmm. I've sold some over the years. I've got the ones I want. And I think the only one I'm, I'd probably want is a Dusty, but those are expensive even loose now. I'm not going to pay crazy money for that. You have, to, you have to set rules for yourself as a collector. Yeah, just get the uh, an Elite Dusty. I have a Dusty, like a Mattel Dusty. I was talking about a Hasbro Dusty. Yeah. I, have a, I have a Mattel one. It was a, I think I got him at Toys R Us back in the day. It was the SummerSlam Basic Dusty with mm-hmm. the polka dots. Did it come with the ring what am or I no? Think? Uh, no, that was the WCW one. Oh, okay. This is the, what am I thankful for? My polka dots. <laughs> and his belly dot. Oh, this is birthmark. Survivor Series. Speaking of Dusty, did you watch that Cody Rhodes <laughs> documentary on Peacock? <laughs> yeah, I did. I liked it. What'd you think? I liked it. I went into it being super kind of like eye rolling like oh this is gonna be cody you know talking about my father and the mm-hmm. dreams i've had through him but it was really good i liked it a lot yeah. i think it was well well produced it was a good story it was honest i like I how it. they included like when he left and then the list and all this stuff and then i mean they obviously couldn't show uh, footage of other things but you know impact champion the ring of honor ring you know the champion of that and you know the actual like finger ring was ring abyss on his list because we saw him wrestle Abyss at the baseball stadium. No, he wasn't on that list. 
But I, d- oh. I did see, um, what was it? Uh, PWF or whatever, <laughs> Pro Wrestling Blitz. PWG? PW- Pro Wrestling Gorilla? No, it was the show we went to, Pro Wrestling Blitz. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> it was based out okay. of Joliet. I guess they had you know, contracted him to come out to, to be the, the main draw. Yeah, he was the draw. He was. He drew us out there, that's for sure. <laughs> I still can't believe how... You know, when you, you think of wrestlers, you think of them as like 6'5 and whatever. He was like an average-looking guy. I'm like, oh, this guy's not tall. He's not much bigger than, you know, the average I'm, guy. I'm sure he'd appreciate you saying that about him. He's not. He's nothing. He's No, not I'm tall. not saying he's nothing. I'm just saying I, I would have been... It's, it's hard to say without making it sound insulting. <laughs> sound like a dick? <laughs> no, it, it just... Whatever you know, what I'm trying to say. You work. What do you What are you up to this weekend? You working tomorrow? We going. To, we gonna go to Starcast tomorrow night? No, I'm working. No, I'm not working tomorrow. You want to go? No. Maybe. We'll no, I got it. a bunch of shit to do. You got nothing to do. What are you doing tomorrow night? Tomorrow night. Yeah. Um. Starcast is until like five o'clock at night. It's five to nine tomorrow. I got plans. What are you doing? I got. I got to see my baby. What are you gonna bring her to Starcast? <laughs> They don't check wristbands. You just walk in. <laughs> no, I think they changed that. No. What, what was it? What was it? The collector's room or something? Yeah, collector's corner. <laughs> collector's corner. We'll take her down there. Go show her exactly. some uh, old stuff and uh, Teddy Long's uh, home HP inkjet printers. <laughs> yeah, his, all his Yeah. Stretched them. <laughs> he did. He 100 did. by 100 cro- pixels and he made them <laughs> <laughs> 8 by 10. <laughs> he cropped them out there. Looks like a Roblox character. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quick before I forget, our friend Jeff, Verbal Soze, him hey, and his wife had a baby. So congratulations to you, man. Hopefully, you're if you're staying up with your new baby and mm-hmm. you know working on the sleep pattern and all that. <clears> hopefully, you're you can listen to us and talk some wrestling and you know hopefully you still get to have time for your his worker work the arm podcast where they just roast <laughs> old WCW Clash of the Champions while drinking. It's a, it's a good time. So congrats to him. Uh, anything new with you? I haven't talked to you in a couple of weeks, really. Nothing really crazy going on. Are, you know, is Halloween season coming up at work? Mm, yeah, I've just been busy at work. Exhausting. Yeah. Working a lot harder once it's busier, and then we got to get store sets and changeovers. and you know, There's a lot of different things we have to do to get prepped, so... Okay. Well, you've got your, your basically your hell, hell month is coming up for you at, a, yeah. at, at work where you've got all the Halloween activities. But do you get to the Halloween spirit? at all is that are you kind of not into it anymore because you have to work in it so much um i mean i still am but it's just hard to celebrate halloween what's your favorite holiday halloween okay but you know if you're working (laughs) it's hard to have like a good like fun well it used to be i don't know it's just like good three four days you know to go to parties halloween parties you dress up you do different things but it's just hard to do that because if i have one day off i gotta go to work the next day so i can't like drink (laughs) an excess and sleep in the next day (laughs) i can't get wasted is what i'm trying to say and that's a lot of fun for me that's that's a bummer but it's a lot lot of fun any wrestling stuff lately any wwe AEW? Um, keeping up i'm trying to you just stay in laps watching old stuff, watching legend episodes of Legend House, like me. <laughs> <laughs> no, not really. Like I, I watch more Collision than I do Dynamite, so I don't even record Dynamite anymore because it's. Mm-hmm. I only have time for really like one or two shows. Yeah. Of each one, so I might watch just I don't know, just buzz or, or fast forward through a lot of the Raw just to kind of get the basic of it. Sometimes I'll even watch on the on the uh, Peacock this week in WWE just to kind of get it caught up with like what's going on because I might miss a week or I might miss four, four days goes by I'm like oh I haven't even watched uh, Smackdown yet 
Isn't it crazy how much wrestling there is just at our fingertips? Like, I didn't even realize that there's a WWE pay-per-view on Saturday. Yeah. Payback and, like, you know, stuff like and when we were kids, like, if it was a Saturday anything, mm-hmm. it was like, oh, sweet, we get to watch this. And, you know, it's 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 a thing. And, you know, I'm not, I'm not going to watch SNCC this week. SNCC, shout out to right. the uh, the Acid Wash Memories podcast, <clears> just <throat> talked about SNCC this past week. And there was, it brought back a lot of memories. But... You know, you'd, you'd watch all that, or maybe some Keenan and Kel, but nope, nope, can't watch it this week because we got Saturday Night's Main Event on, or we got a Clash of the Champions on, or something like that. Yeah. So, but now it's you know, if I and now it's like if I miss it, it's like, meh, you know, I missed it, no big deal. Whereas in the past, when we were younger, if you missed us an event, you were pissed. At least I was. I was like, oh man, I missed Raw this week, or I missed Nitro, or whatever. There was no Thunder internet. You had to wait for a magazine to come out. You had to wait for something oh. the ne- the next week just to see some sort of highlight from it. If you could bring back one thing, like, to be popular again, wrestling-wise, like, I wish this would come back. Like, be cool. Like, and everyone would have to be in on it. Like, everyone would have to be involved. So, one thing I was thinking of was, like, I wish, like, WWF Magazine, like, if there was, like, an AEW Magazine would come mm-hmm. back. Because, like, PWI is still around and it's okay, but it doesn't have the same That's okay polishness. That's, yeah. It's more like... Like, the WWF magazine was in storyline when it was written, but everything mm-hmm. was in that, quote-unquote, universe. Right. So it all fit together. <clears throat> like, there was, like, profiles about wrestlers. Like, oh, here's a poster. <laughs> like, what's Diesel's favorite food? Right. And, like, shit like that that you just read over and over. You studied these magazines. Mm-hmm. And you, like, you Diesel likes uh, pepperoni pizza. And you're like, what? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> D- who's Diesel? <laughs> like, you don't watch, you don't the, watch wrestling? Yeah. Nerd. And then, like... The uh, there'd be like results of the pay per view where they'd have pictures. I mean, of course, on the uh-huh. raw, raw or superstars, there'd be pictures of the last pay per view, courtesy of WWF magazine. Yeah, I think that'd be cool. If something like that came back again. I don't it think it ever will. Be. It'd be it'd be fun. Need to be polished. Uh, anything else you want to go over before we get into the deep dive of this week's topic of in your house Canadian stampede? I don't think so. Okay. Yeah, I, th- I think really the only thing I'm still looking for, I'm, I'm try, still trying to find a Seth Rollins Ultimate, but it's just so hard to find now. Yeah, Ultimates are, you never know. Like, I, <clears throat> they used to be plentiful at Targets. Now they're like, I don't know if Targets doing a reset, getting set for Christmas and mm-hmm. all that, but it's it's not easy. Uh, in your house, Canadian Stampede, This I mentioned earlier, is the 16th in your house. This took place July 6th, 1997. From the Canadian Airlines Saddle Dome in Calgary, Alberta, Canada. Uh, the we had looked this up before we, we got started here. The buy rate on this, decent for an in your house. It was a hundred and sixty-five thousand buys. Uh, for comparison, the in your house fifteen did hundred and forty-three thousand buys. In your house fourteen did hundred and twenty thousand. So a little bit of momentum was gaining. Mm-hmm. Um, the next the next pay-per-view, SummerSlam 97, did 235,000 buys, but a little bit of momentum gaining. Of course, the big main event here <clears throat> with this In Your House match is the Hart family, which is the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart, Owen Hart, the British Bulldog, Jim Knight, and Brian Pillman. They took on Ken Shamrock, Goldust, Legion of Doom, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. That's, that's the main event. And you hear, oftentimes you hear one match show, right? And I think people think this is a one-match show, and I did too going into it. But after watching it, I thought this show, top to bottom, was great. Yeah, like, I was telling was so you <clears throat> the other. Excuse me, I've got something stuck in my throat. 
<laughs> you need to get a water or something? <coughs> okay. I'm good. Don't cough in the microphone again. Well, I, turned, I turned my head. I'm sorry. Okay. Thank you. I mean, that was in your microphone, not mine. That's true. That's true. Well, go ahead. <laughs> so I was telling you the other day, uh, watching this, um, the great Sasuke, Sasuke, they call him Sasuke, mm-hmm. and I'm thinking, that doesn't sound right. <laughs> but at the time, I guess that's how it was pronounced, and uh, Takamishinoko. Mm-hmm. Like, it's way more appreciated by me now, like in 2023, than it was at the time when I watched it. Yeah, and then also we'll talk, we'll get we'll get into it here in a second, but this the Triple H Mankind thread throughout the show is mm-hmm. awesome. These yeah. guys just kick each other's ass. The whole deal. So let, let's get into it. Um, before we do, do you, did you, when was the first time you saw this show? Because I remember renting the tape. My video store had it. So I got to, it was a rare in your house they would get. So I rented it after the fact. It was called Maximum Impact Coliseum Video. Okay. Uh, so I rented it, and I did see it after the fact. I definitely didn't order it on pay-per-view. No, we got, I got. I remember getting this on pay-per-view. You did? Yeah. Okay. So you were like, it was, were you guys, was it, a, it was also in your house. So it was like a party, you just ordered it at home? No, at a time for about five years, I'd, uh, my friend Anthony, we would go to his house in the basement, and yep. we would, you know, order pizza, order the pay-per-view, you know. Steal, steal some Miller Lights from the dad. The old pizza pay-per-view off party. Yeah, I like it. Let's bring it those back. Let's bring them back. It was a lot of fun. But the only thing, honestly, the only thing I didn't like about that at the time, like when we ordered pizzas, like he'd always like onions on his. I'm like, get that onion shit off the pizza. Because <laughs> it just soured the taste of the pizza for me. And he's like, well, okay. I can get it on half. But I'm like, okay. But that was like a compromise, but it's still <laughs> the smell of still, the it still, still stink. It still, it still stunk. And I could taste it in the cheese, but that had nothing You're to fuming. do. That, that had nothing to do with the wrestling events. <laughs> You're fuming over there in the corner, like yeah. fucking guy. I was like the Cully Culkin. and I wanted my not the not just a cheese pizza, but you know, I just, I just yeah. really loved a lovely. You're like a lovely cheese a lovely, pizza just for me. <laughs> yeah, a lovely pepperoni pizza just for me. Okay, so that was your topic of choice is pepperoni. Yeah, okay, it still is. Okay. Sure, why not? In your house, this star starts off with the classic, the WWF, the. In 100 countries, in seven different languages, <laughs> to more than a half billion viewers each week. The World Wrestling Federation, the worldwide leader in sports entertainment. entertainment. I didn't write that down, I just remembered it. You did, I'm impressed. Yeah. And then we've got the uh, the intro, which is in black and white, and it talks about, we no longer live in a world of blacks and white. We're in a world of gray, which is a playoff of the Vince McMahon promo where he's like, we don't want to insult your intelligence anymore. We're sick of good guys versus bad guys. Talk about, you know, mm-hmm. shades of gray and all that shit, which is, it's funny to make fun of now, but it's true at the time. Yeah. Like the Hart Foundation, Bret Hart was a bad guy in America, but North America, and I'm sorry, in Canada, rest of the world, he's a good guy. But you look back now, you're like, he's making some good points. Yeah. It's like, in Canada, we take care of the old and the sick. I was like, America we sucks. <laughs> still got health care. Well, that's like beyond the or wrestling with channels. Yeah. Why does Canada suck? Because they say we suck. <laughs> they mentioned uh, wrestling with channels in this pay-per-view as well. So They did uh, mention somebody was uh, doing some, or he was doing a biography or video, or whatever mm-hmm. it was. It yeah. was mentioned. On Bret Hart? Yeah. No, in this and pay-per-view. That, yeah, and this is the in your house show, where on the paper on the uh, uh, the documentary wrestling with shadows we see some behind the scenes stuff. We get to see the Hart Foundation going over their um, their promos, what they're going to say. Mm-hmm. And I always remember Jim the Anvil Nightheart's going, "Leave no man untested, no man untested, and we're going to forget our manners." Yeah, it's a good uh, yeah, it's a good promo. Yeah, we're, right? we're going to forget our manners. Yeah, we're going to forget yeah. our manners. <laughs> Leave no man untested. 
We're going to forget our manners. That's <laughs> the like, one. That's like their big... Let's go. <laughs> their big brainstorming. Yeah. Uh, the pyro goes off. We're at the In Your House set, the classic In Your House set, which is you know, which is a house. Uh, we got a sign in the crowd with Bret Hart's name spelled wrong, which to me, if you're a Canadian, you're spelling Bret Hart's name wrong. Like, what, what are you... In Calgary? Yeah, what are we doing? It, it, there's two T's in uh, when you cross the border. Oh, is that... <laughs> Is that how? Yeah. Oh yeah. And you know, oh, it was spelled with one T in America, but in Calgary it was two T's. That's how they spelled my name. That's right. We go to the announce table. Vince McMahon, Jim Ross, Jerry the King Lawler all have cowboy hats on. King has a hysterically giant. <laughs> giant. Hat. He's like covering his nose. <laughs> yeah. We he he kind of like it. looks up, <laughs> so you can see the bottom of his eyes. Mm-hmm. Uh, our first matchup is Triple H versus Mankind. We get a Triple H and China hype video, hyping up how what a badass Triple H is and how awesome China is and all that stuff. So clearly they know where they're going with this. They see something in Triple H. They want to push him. Still got that uh, blue blood music. He does, but it's like do 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 Ode to Joy or something like that. It's like a crazy one. It's not the classic ding 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 ding. Oh, ding, you're ding, right. Ding. You're right. It's the it's the other one. Uh, then we have. Mr. In Your House himself, Mankind, which is always funny. He calls, Mick Foley calls himself Mr. In Your House. Uh-huh. Uh, this match. <laughs> Do you listen to the Foley pod? Sometimes, sometimes. I love it's it. It's pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Because then they do that that uh, that theme. And I posted mm-hmm. about it because it was stuck in my head when I was watching this. It's like a uh, playoff of um, Ring My Bell. Like, ring my bell. Yeah. It's like, in your house. <laughs> in your house. My house. Oh, in your house. <laughs> but I got stuck in my head. We're this match is this. actually a rematch, and they talk about it from the King of the Ring finals from last month. So Triple H and Mankind also have a match next month in your house. So three straight pay-per-views, they're wrestling each other. Hell of a feud these two these two guys had. Hell of a hand that Mick Foley is. And uh, really get the best out of each other. Matt starts up, match starts off awesome. Fists of Fury, kicking ass. They go onto the ramp. Mankind gets thrown down on the ramp. This I was watching this, but this match freaking rules. It, it starts off just awesome. <laughs> like, I was thinking, like, you know, this is kind of like a Raw match or something. But mm-hmm. for me, it was awesome. What did you think so far as this match? No, I thought it was pretty started? good. I mean, it's just good old school stuff. Like, you see, like, the beginning of Triple H a little bit getting into the like, on a rise. He wasn't King mm-hmm. of the Ring yet, was he? He just, I just said that. He just won oh, it last okay. month. Never mind. I was thinking of something yeah. else when you were talking. <laughs> That's okay. Let me um, let me Doogie Hauser over here. <laughs> You're gonna delete it. <laughs> delete your last <laughs> sentence. I, I gotta yeah. I gotta edit it. Uh, again, this match freaking rules. A lot of back and forth. Uh, at one point on the outside, Triple H nails uh, Mankind with a chair, and Mankind turns around to a massive clothesline from China. Oh man! He smashes his head in the floor. Like Foley's like, if I'm taking this clothesline, I'm going down. Floor yeah. be damned or not. Just smashes his, his head on the ground. Uh, this is a like about a 13-minute match. Ends in a double countout. Um, but then Triple H and Mankind are wrestling on the floor. They end up in the penalty box because this is the hockey arena where the Calgary Flames <laughs> yeah. play. You know, and then uh, what's his name? JR's like, oh, this is just like a, you know, he's trying to fit football in somehow, mm-hmm. but he can't because it's Canada. And uh, he's like, it's a penalty box. You guys are nuts. And more to come from these two, even though it was a double countout. 13-minute match. And for me, it kind of flew by. I felt like two minutes. I'm like, is this match over already? I mean, they knew where they were going. They ended up having a cage match the next month mm-hmm. at Summer Sunday 7, which is one of my favorite cage matches ever, honestly, too, now that I think about it. And it's got the famous where 
Mankind rips his shirt off. He's got the faded heart tattoo to turn into dude love. His foot starts yeah. tapping at the end. There we go. Good, good stuff. Solid, solid start to this this pay per view. Um, and then we go to some footage of the Canadian stamp, the Calgary Stampede, which is a big cowboy vest, I guess. In, it's like a hullabaloo. It's a it's a whole deal, <laughs> you know. They're outside. And I could, they're riding horses. They're having trophies. I, I could see. Look at this. This is Bret Hart's hometown. Poutine I could see why contests. I could see why. What did you say? Po- a what contest? Poutine. Poontang? <laughs> no, poutine. Oh, okay. It's a Canadian, uh, treasured Canadian dish. <laughs> you just making this stuff up? No, look it up. Poutine. Okay, okay. P-O-U-T-I-N-E. Not safe for work. Oh, look at that picture. It's, it's like fries. What does it say? Cheese curds topped with brown gravy, French fries. Mmm, mmm. <laughs> Looking at this, this Calgary Stampede. <laughs> I could see why Bret Hart didn't want to be Cowboy Bret Hart because he said, you know, if you're, you know, if you're, if you're where I come from, if you're going to be a cowboy, you better be a real cowboy. You know, he, I can see it because he can. He grew up with real cowboys at this Calgary Stampede. It would have kicked um, his ass, huh? Yeah, Doc Hendricks is there. He's the MC for this thing too. I don't know. I don't know if there's like a, this giant crowd to this thing because of all the wrestlers there and with Bret Hart, or it's just this big every year. It might have been this big every year, and they were just like special yeah. guests, which probably drew some, you know, drew a bigger crowd. Yeah, Mrs. Mrs. Calgary is Diana <laughs> Diana Smith. Well, obviously, you know she's got the princess wave down uh-huh. and all that stuff. The tiara, the shash, she's ready to go. There's a huge crowd to meet Brett the Hitman Hart, a mile long, they say, of people. People are signing, getting their eight by ten sign, getting some photo ops, and. Doc Hendricks is sure to put over. He's like, even though it was a long line, Brett stayed there for everybody. Like, how much of a dick would he look like if he's like, you know, well, you know, my 90 minutes are up. See you guys later. Yeah. You can meet you can meet my brother Owen. And you can meet Jim. And here's my brother Bruce. Everybody's booze. Who is, who, is, who is the least famous of the Hart brothers? Smith? Oh, yeah, Smith. Probably. Hart. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Okay. I was trying to name them when they were <laughs> when they were up in the, uh, the the ring at the end of the night. Oh, there's so many of them. I know. Like, they're just just crazy. Natalia sneaks in there too at the end. We'll yeah, get to I that. saw her. They yeah. could, uh, when Soraya's family came in at the end of the uh, the all in, they were comparing mm-hmm. it to the, this. This is the speaking of Soraya. So so did you saw I guess some highlights of all in yeah. right uh-huh. from the AW last yeah. Night. So Soraya's family walks down with her down the aisle. Famous wrestling family. Great moment for her in her home country. Yeah. But her dad's wearing a Raiders jersey. <laughs> <laughs> it was just me and my friends were joking. He's like, what do you think, Soraya? This looks like a proper nice jersey, eh? She's like, sure, Dad. Wear this Raiders jersey at the biggest moment of my career. I just thought that was funny. And he, no one looks no one looks cool in a football jersey, unless you're like on the football field. We all have to admit we look stupid wearing football jerseys, right? Do you have football jerseys? I do, and I look like an idiot every time I think about it. When I'm yeah. wearing, like, you, you wear it to a to a party to watch the game. <laughs> you don't like wear it out, you know, yeah. to pick up a girl. I don't think any guy in the history of of the universe has picked up a girl or another oh, guy come on. in you, you know, wearing you know, a football jersey. You know, a lot of guys have a lot of chads. They've not picked. There's no, if, no, not a chance. You picked up <laughs> picked up a number. Wearing a football jersey, unless you were playing in that game earlier that day and still have your pads on. I mean, I want everybody to give me their opinion on that. Eric's pro football jersey, I guess, with his I mean, Jerome I, Bettis jersey I, he wears. I have worn it, and I used to have a uh, 
big sexy NWO. Oh, I mean, your de- <laughs> football jersey, but it was a wrestling. What number was it? Number sixty nine, too. Uh, probably. Or was it a, a wolf pack? It was. It was wolf a wolf print? pack. It was a paw print. It was the number? No, I think it was sixty nine. No, <laughs> of course it, it, it was. Oh man, maybe no forty five. I don't know. It was, no it was wonder something. you were single for so long. No, I, I I had a girlfriend. Okay, sure you did. Um, you, <laughs> her name. Her the, name is Georgia Glass. Saw that big sexy jersey. She's like, "Ooh, is that your name?" You're like, "No, man, that's Kevin Nash. You uh, know Diesel? I, I was his big favorite sexy. food's pizza. His favorite, but this is pizza. my jersey. <laughs> I'm big sexy." <laughs> we go backstage to Doc Hendricks. He's with the Heart Foundation, and he's like, "What if you lose? You know this match?" Brett's like, "Whoa, let's not talk stupid." <laughs> <laughs> Brett, I was very upset with Doc Hendricks, insinuating they might lose the match. Yeah. Austin shows up, all pissed, ready to kick all their asses. He gets held back by like six referees. Austin just freaking rules. He's like, "I'll kick your ass, Brett." He hated him so much. It's like we don't want to win five on one. Yeah, Brett, Brett says, we don't want any excuses. If we beat him up five on one, what does that prove? When we beat him again, they'll have excuses. No excuse wants you at 100% there, Austin. So he wants him at 100%. And he got and him. And we go. And what? And he got him 100%. He did. Our next matchup, Eric's favorite of the night, Takamichi Noku versus the great Sasuke. Sasuke. No. Sasuke. And I see, this is at the point where I see the Fink has a giant cowboy hat on, too. They made him wear one, too. Everyone's got to wear a cowboy hat. Um, as this match gets started, <laughs> Triple H and Mankind are still fighting in the crowd. <laughs> they put the focus back on it before this match. Like, they hey, do. They're still fighting. All right. So you mentioned how you appreciate this match, and I did too for the second half. The first part, they're chain wrestling. Like, what do we do with this? They want this is their answer to WCW's cruiserweight division, and you got guys chain wrestling. What do we? We want flips. I, was, I wasn't. Destroyers. I wasn't sure if they were trying to figure each other out. Or trying to establish some sort of rhythm. But, yeah, the, the, the first, I wouldn't say first half, probably the first quarter of the match was a little odd. But, I mean, once they got into it, uh, they got mm-hmm. into it. There's some flips and shit like that. It's good stuff. There's some flippy shit. There's some drop kicks. There's some springboard crossbody double flips off the top rope. It's amazing. And stuff like this, is, it's super tame now for what we see every yeah. day. But in 97, in W... It's, let me rephrase that. 97 WWF. Yeah. Big deal. Because on night, you know, on Nitro WCW with the opening matches of the pay-per-views, we're seeing guys like Hooventude and Rey Mysterio and, and La Parca. Oh, and, psychosis. Uh, psychosis, yeah, for sure. And it they they're doing crazy stuff every every week. But here we've got this match. And what was weird, Takamichi Noku lost. I'm like, how did he lose? He was like the golden boy in the light heavyweight division. Yeah. But the great Sasuke gets the win here. Maybe, really maybe he match. was like a kind of a little bit of a legend, mm-hmm. the established wrestler. Yep. Uh, after the match is over, we go back outside. Triple H and Mick Foley are still fighting. They're fighting by a school bus, beating the hell out of each other. Uh, again, I, it's such a cool little touch that it, it keeps the focus on them still, even though they're the opening match. Because if they didn't do this stuff, mm-hmm. I probably would have forgotten about it. Uh, but they established, no, these guys really hate each other. We're still going to keep going with it. And it builds into their big cage match blow-off, which their blow-off for this feud, they obviously kept going years and years after right. that. But And Triple H has talked about plenty about how Mick Foley was a giant <laughs> reason why he he got to the next level, and it's true, he was. So. Well, I think it Good brought stuff. out the hardcore aspect of him, how tough he is. 
I guess mm-hmm. there's toughness more than being hardcore. Yeah, because he was he was a pretty boy facing yeah. the wild man, getting thrown into hog pen matches with Henry O'Gallagher too. <laughs> I still love that match. I don't care what you say. <laughs> Whoa, I didn't. What are you yelling at me for? Well, you, you put it down like it's a hog pen match. He's a, he's a goofy shit. That's what it was. I'm not putting anything down. That's what it was. <laughs> You're like, it's in Foley. You know, this is the creme de la creme right here. Mm-hmm. Uh, we go backstage with Doc Hendricks, who's the big Van Vader and Paul Bear, and this was the start of "You're a Murderer, Murderer Undertaker." The, the part of that story you burned everybody up. Yeah, he burned his parents. His brother Kane was alive, and but who set the we're fire? So, we're a few months away from finding out. And in your house, oh, bad blood. So we didn't we're, even we're see pretty, Kane yet. No, we did not. It's so crazy. Like this is July of '97. Mm-hmm. Just think how different things will be between now and Bad Blood. The screw job happens. Bret Hart goes WCW. Shawn Michaels is the champion. Austin is clearly the next guy to be built up. We've got a new character, Kane, debuting. Just all this in the span of a few months, it accelerates. And it's you look back at it, and you're living it, and you can see why WWF had so much momentum right. and felt like you had to watch every week because there's so much happening. Um, Vader was not supposed to wrestle The Undertaker here. Uh, originally, was supposed to be Ahmed Johnson for the championship. He got hurt. And uh, Vader was kind of put in. Well, Vader's a better choice. Than Ahmed? Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. We got a, a big, beefy man here is what I put from my notes. These guys just beating each other <laughs> just up, slapping right? slapping meat, huh? Man meat. <laughs> yeah, and on paper, because you know, every nobody in this arena thinks that Vader's winning this match. Everyone knows Undertaker's keeping the championship. See, that's what, Even, that's what I... I I was a big Vader fan. Even when he came over to WWF, I still had that memory of how tough Vader was. And when he's just doing those clobbering blows in the corner, I'm like, oh, man, that's my Vader. <laughs> that's my Vader? Yeah. But that's, your, uh, that's, that's my Vader. <laughs> your sitcom? That's my yeah. Vader? But still, I mean, he had the, um, I don't know if it's the aura or just the, the, the presence to be a champion. So, so you could see him be, I, be. I think it was his wide shoulders that made him seem so intimidating. Yeah. You know, and, he, and plus the way he talked, I'm going to come after you. Oh, Vader, Vader. Yeah, that's it. There you go. You got another impression on your hands there. Got, add, it, add it to the, add it to the list. <laughs> <laughs> to yeah, list I, I, I saw him as a legit threat. Yeah. The the crowd's crazy into it. There's a great point in the match when Undertaker has a giant comeback, and it builds and it builds and it builds. And <clears throat> this Undertaker is not super young here, but... He's also a veteran now. He's the champion, mm-hmm. and he's really, really good in the ring. And we we know the character, the Undertaker, and all that. But you look back at his career; he's had a ton of great matches, and he's had a bunch of ones that kind of went under the radar. And I think this is one of them. It was really, really good. Um, I couldn't even believe he got Vader up for the tombstone. That I figured he's going to win with like a flying clothesline or a, a <laughs> yeah. choke slam. Mm-hmm. He's not going to tombstone this big beefy man, well, and he, he does. Got him up. He did. This is pre all these surgeries undertaker so he had all the strength to do it right right gets the tombstone one two three gigantic pop and uh undertaker is still your wwf champion a nice nice little 12 minute match i thought it was a good match i wish vader got more offense in like that just that's just me being a vader guy Mm -hmm. being a vader guy little vader my little vader is what you call my little vader that's my vader (laughs) that's (laughs) that's my vader (laughs) <laughs> who, who, the, who the man? 
I'm picturing like that being uh, the catchphrase of like a sitcom yeah. where like Vader gets in trouble. Oh yeah, his mom's like, "Well, that's our Vader," and Vader <laughs> comes through the door, the kitchen door, like, "Who said Vader? Who said Vader? It's Vader. Oh, uh, Vader time. It's Vader, Vader time. Who? I'm ready for this kind of party." <laughs> Start- he starts hitting people with his his clubbing forearms. Yeah. Like, hits, hits the dad, Brudo. knocks his pipe out of his mouth <laughs> while he's reading the newspaper. <laughs> it's Vader time. That's that's my Vader. And then like it it's, a, it's black like, and white, right? I was picturing color. Oh, I was picturing okay. like eighties, like different strokes. Oh, I was picturing okay. style. I was picturing like um, um, what, what's that show? Black and leave white, like, like Bewitched, like that kind of era. Leave it to Beaver. Yeah, leave it to Beaver. We, let's just replace Gary Coleman from Different Strokes with Vader. Oh, now you're talking. What you talking about, Mr. Drummond? Vader time. <laughs> Mr. Drummond. Remember the what very you talking special about, Kimberly? Ep- <laughs> Remember the very special episode of Different Strokes where that guy was taking pictures of Arnold yeah. sh- and his kid with his shirt off? The, the bicycle shop owner? Yeah, oh, remember man, that? That was terrible. <laughs> well, you imagine if it was Vader. Oh, you yeah. mean Vader's shirt off? I'll kill you. <laughs> he Vader bobs the bicycle shop owner. No, he takes the pictures. <laughs> he takes his shirts off. <laughs> Vader takes the pictures? No. No he, no, he takes his shirt off for the pictures. But he flexes. Because he lure, his, lures them in with protein shakes. And, with uh, his double buys? <laughs> yeah, double buys. Oh, man. Mas- but I do think. Mastodon mask, like blowing smoke. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Pose over there. Yeah, let's take some pictures. Double buys. He shows him. He shows him like porn. He shows him like a cartoon porn too yeah. in that episode. I know. Like I know. That's I, I know. I've been through man. there. Can you admit? Like, I still know. I still remember that. And you remember the episode? That. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like what the hell? I don't want to go in the was... back room of any bicycle shop now. <laughs> <laughs> There's also a laugh track in that episode. Inappropriate times yeah, too. I bet. Like, what are we doing? But anyway, that's our Vader. That's my Vader. Yeah. Except it's gonna be different, different Vaders, different strokes, different mm-hmm. Vaders. <laughs> We're just gonna put him into various sitcoms throughout the eighties. Mister Vader instead of Mister Belvedere. Yeah. Breaks all the China. Never happened before. Inverted time. Who cares? <laughs> he just shows up. Where's Wesley? Where's Wesley? <laughs> He's beating everybody up. Oh What's man. another eighty sitcom we could throw him into? Um, uh, family Ties. Shun no no no. Ooh, it's Vader time. Vader ties? Vader ties. Yeah, you're so creative over there. Perfect Vaders instead of perfect strangers? Mm-hmm. Full Vader instead of full house? He takes the place of, Je- of Joey. He's a comedian. With, oh, his, what was that his, one with the Seavers? What was that one called? Growing Pains? Growing Pains. Growing Vader Pains. Vader Pains. Vader Pains. <laughs> Where you at, Mr. Seaver? Vader Where's Pain. Maggie? What was the Is it Maggie? Who? His wife, Maggie. And Growing Pains? Yeah. I don't remember. I, don't, I didn't I didn't watch it a ton, oh, but okay. we, we were like we were Family Matters, Family Vaders. Oh. Or Vader Matters. Were you at Urkel? <laughs> no, he's Urkel. <laughs> <laughs> Did I do that? <laughs> oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> he crushes Eddie or Waldo. He breaks Waldo's oh, nose. Oh man, poor Waldo! Should I do that? What if he was in full house? He takes the place of Joey. Just Mister Woodchuck. <laughs> <laughs> I 
I want everyone to picture Vader in all these various comments. We've been on this for about seven minutes. So. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's turned off the show by now. They're like trying to look up 80 shows. Like, oh, what's another one they're going to say? <laughs> oh, man. We, we're, we're missing a big one. I think we hit them all at the, the important Hanging ones. with Mr. Vader? <laughs> That's a 90s one, but we'll take it. Oh, is it? it? Okay. Saved by the Vader? Saved by, Saved by oh, the Bell? Oh, yeah. All right. All right. Where the hell were we? Elf. <laughs> just Dude. Vader. What's just <laughs> with the uh, the dots with the periods after each letter? Yeah, for sure. Alien life form. That's what elf. I was, I was embarrassingly late in life before I underst- I knew that that's what elf stood for. It was embarrassingly late in life for me. It wasn't. I was much older. Oh, I thought that was his name. It is his name, but it stands for alien life form. I didn't know that till now. Thanks. Oh, look at you! <laughs> you're te- you you're teaching me stuff at uh, at my old age. All right, where the hell were we? We uh, were uh, Vader lost. Vader, Vader got uh, tombstoned. <clears throat> Good match, mm-hmm. yada yada, etc. We go to see. We see more lines of people uh, waiting to meet the Heart Foundation at this Calgary Stampede. We get the build to the ten man tag. Oh, here it comes uh, the rumbling. And, Bre- and Bret Hart starts talking about the team they're facing are scum heroes. <laughs> talking about being scum. Uh, Doc is here with Austin's team, and they do not look like they're happy. For some reason, Goldust is like their spokesperson. Yeah, he's he, he's like <clears throat> I started all this. Mm-hmm. You want to get it? They have a common enemy. Yeah, it's the Heart Foundation. So, um, so who is um, if you were to pair these off, how were they paired off at the time? Brett and it's, Stone Cold. Right. Owen I guess LOD. And, and LOD's got to be with Nightheart and Owen. And Owen. Yeah. Yeah. Both. I guess. Bulldogs with Gold Dust. No, Bulldogs with Pillman because they have a match at SummerSlam. Right. So Gold Dust uh, and I mean Ken. Sh- well, Ken. No, it's Ken Shamrock and Bulldog. Right, right, right. Because they have a dog. And then Pillman like, and Gold food Dust. match. Dog food match. Pillman and Gold. Dog yeah, Pillman and Gold Dust. So it's Owen and Nightheart versus Legion of Doom. That's where it is. Just by okay. default. Let's All right. So, so we got the players. We do. We do. And here to sing "O Canada" is the girl group trio called Farmer's Daughter. They all have haircuts. They want to speak to the manager immediately. Uh-huh. Um, just like everyone, everything else here, this this gets a giant pop. You know the 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 old Canada song. They're all singing. They're all very patriotic. I felt so like they, Canada was so wholesome when I saw this. Yeah, I'm like man, if I was Canadian, I'd be so proud. This is not the best rendition of O Canada at a WWF event, though. It's Farmer's Daughter, Mr. though, bro. That goes to Mr. Robert Goulet from WrestleMania <laughs> Six. Goulet. Mm-hmm. Fink wants to recognize some people in the in the crowd. Mm-hmm. Ralph Klein, Stu, and Helen, and stupid Bruce Hart's right next to them. We'll get into Bruce Hart in a <laughs> little bit. He didn't say stupid Bruce Hart. <laughs> <laughs> he should have. With his stupid sunglasses and his his, yeah. his bomber jacket, like he's gonna get like a, uh, like Vince is gonna sign him or something Did, like that. He just was like over. The- just <laughs> he was just too much. Like he's he, like, this like, is my chance. Like, I'm gonna get really noticed. He thought he was doing something. He's <laughs> like, I'm well, the main guy here. He screws up a big spot at the end too. We'll get to it. He's so sloppy. <laughs> he falls over the railing. We'll get. I don't want to skip too far at yeah. because I got plenty to say about Bruce Hart later on. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, Austin. So here we go. We, we got the introductions. Uh, the Team USA. There's not much. They have a Team USA. They're just different team. There's not much really booing from the people. It's more indifference till Austin comes out. He's still mm-hmm. kind of booed, but he still has some people cheering for him because Austin rules. You cannot not love him, right? Uh, and then we go to the Heart Foundation team. 
it's already so loud just for Pillman. The crowd is just screaming. You could barely hear. You could barely hear. And, the, the, and the best part is each one is introduced on their own with their own music. And yeah, each time like, it just gets louder and louder and louder. Like the, the cameras are shaking. Yep. Um, there's the Jim the Anvil Nightheart. Then the Bulldog and Diana come out. There's a, a giant Family Values banner in the crowd. Yeah. It might be the Family Values tour in 1999, which was like corn, corn and limp biscuit. biscuit and all yeah. that. Yeah. Did you go to that tour? It seems like a tour you would go no, to. No, I bought the CD. Okay. Owen Hart's next. Uh, there's a little bit of a delay before Brett and that guitar oh. hits and whole and you mentioned it being like shaking the camera does oh yeah I could like I couldn't imagine how loud it was being in there because you can't even hear the Fink announcing him so and, so do you think that was just as loud like when we went to go see that uh, the first what was it the first uh, what was it the first dance or no it's the first dance the CM Punk yeah return? when he came back oh it was I'm sure it was louder at this Canadian thing oh okay I'm sure it was it was a smaller building more raucous he was their hero but you know it, it's le- it's a legit incredible atmosphere you talk yeah. about some of the more famous wrestling atmospheres of all time right and, and we'll just stick to wwf i think it's gonna be wrestlemania 3 at the silver dome um the, the monday night the first monday night raw maybe at the, the manhattan center i can't even think what would be Better. I mean, John Cena, CM Punk, Money in the Bank, 2011, yeah, is somewhat comparable wild. to this. Wild. But I'm looking yeah, at the attendance; it's got a little over 12,000. So I mean, that was insane. Yeah, it's just, just and like everybody's in it. Bret Hart is the freaking man here, right? He's it's he doesn't know. It sucks for him because he doesn't know what's gonna what's coming to happen uh-huh. to him. You know, it's I can't believe it did, but my God, everyone's so pumped to see him and. This is just an amazing atmosphere. And the match could have sucked, and it still would have been awesome. But the match freaking rules, too, Dude, right? it was just a, just a brawl. I loved it. Yep. They're all pairing up on, you know, who they're supposed to, like, how we went over, like, who would go for who. Mm-hmm. And then they're just, like, changing. It's like Brett and Shamrock and Brett and Goldust and the LOD against. It, it was just, like, everybody. It was just insane. I loved it. Bret Hart gives Helen his glasses to start the show. Uh-huh. Instead of a kid, his mom gets him. She's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this garbage? I hate wrestling. Why am I even here? I always think of Helen be, with her thick New York accent because she was in Wrestling with Shadows. Uh-huh. She's, like, she's like, oh, when I first married him, he told me he'd be done with it. And now all the and now all the boys are wrestlers and the girls all married wrestlers. Oh, my God. <laughs> she just hates her life. See what wrestling uh, Jim- did for her life. She should, she should love it. Ruined it, it. It had one of her sons killed. Um, uh, ruined the life potentially of her, of her most famous son. It gave her Bruce Hart. So nothing, nothing great. Uh, Jim Ross mentions uh, cameras at ringside filming a documentary for Bret Hart, which is of course the Wrestling with Shadows documentary. Yeah. Uh, the match starts off with Bret Hart and Austin fists of fire. There's some Austin sucks chance. Um, there's a one point in the match where British Bulldog has a big suplex. It's a big pop, big power slam. You're thinking, is this it? Power slam one, two. Cover's broken up. Um, Austin is a chair. At some point during the match, he nails Owen in the leg. Both Austin and Owen uh, end up leaving because they're both like taken out from being hurt, from hit, being hit with chairs. Yeah. And that's when the match kind of slows down a bit, uh, which is good because you, you don't want to be, I, I think the crowd could have kept up with it. But you don't want to be that crazy the entire time, right? It's that's that's where it slowed down a little bit for me. 
when, yeah. they, left, when they left the match. It wasn't so much of a barn burner anymore. Mm-hmm. There's a shot of Diana in the crowd with her stupid crown on. I just laughed looking at it. She still has the, uh, the sash too, right? Yeah, she's Miss Calgary. Why not? She's got to be there. Uh, now we've got uh, Owen's back. The crowd's pumped. Um, and here we, and, and Austin's back too. Now this is the part where Bruce screws it up, right? So as we know from wrestling with shadows, the spot was supposed to be Austin's gonna, supposed to get a drink thrown at him. And he, he's supposed to turn around and think it was Stu. Mm-hmm. So he's going to push Stu. And Brett says, it'd be funny if it was through even through the drink. So Bruce, in the effort to get himself over, throws the drink at Austin. But he messes it up, right? Because he's standing up looking at Austin like, yeah, I did it. Austin, knowing what the spot's supposed to be, still goes after <laughs> Stu Hart, yeah. ignores Bruce, um, and then Bruce tries to climb over the railing, but he falls like an idiot. <laughs> he trips yeah. over the railing, falls on his ass, like thinking this is his big moment. Yeah. Those old school rigs, like two feet tall. He couldn't get over it. Um, They're like bike racks. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> he gets stuck. Oh my God. Uh, Austin back in the ring gets, because there's a big brawl on the outside with all the, the Hart family and everyone. He roll Austin gets rolled up by Owen, grabs the tights. One, two, three, the hearts win. And now it's chaos. Everyone's, everyone's going to the ring. Uh, there's security's trying to clear everybody out. And Austin comes back and hits Jim the Animal Nightwire with a chair because he's still pissed off because he's a badass. Mm-hmm. Uh, then he gets beat up by everyone and is, is, is arrested. And this is when the entire, uh, I guess, Providence of Calgary, Alberta, or Calgary show. Or, no, Alberta's the Providence. Calgary's the city. The entire city of Calgary shows up, which is all, all apparently somehow related to Brett, uh, to celebrate. So the entire Hart family, this is their the last good thing that happened to the Hart family. Like, as a family. This is the last it. You're looking at it right here, Canadian Stampede. It's kind of sad we've got... Natalia in there. Owen, I felt it was really sad seeing Owen with his kids and his yeah. wife. I remember you know, uh, Natalia was talking about it. And she said the same thing. It was last time, you know, everybody was there and she had a picture of it. And mm-hmm. uh, Tyson Kidd was there too. He was doing something, living with the Hart family or just being around them or something. Mm-hmm. And he's in the ring. You could see him on the turnbuckle. And, yeah. You know, Brett's, Brett's son Blade is there. Right. <laughs> walking around. But What's Blade up uh, to? Is he uh, in the wrestling biz? He had a podcast for a bit with his dad, and I think that kind of stopped. Yeah. But I don't know what he's up to. Uh, but yeah, the, it ends. It ends on a, just a positive note for the family, and we kind of skipped over the match. Spent a lot of time on Vader and sitcoms, but the match itself is awesome. So just go back and watch it, and I'm sure a lot of people have because it's a pretty famous match. But watch the pay per view as a whole. It's a short one. It's less than two hours. Those old in your houses weren't three hours long. There was nothing worth even skipping on this show. It was really, really good. Like, top to bottom. I think this is an A-plus show, top to bottom. There's nothing I would change about it. There's nothing bad. No, um, I one agree. Of the main, main event's one of the best main events ever, I'd say. Probably the, I don't know if it's the best in your house main event ever, because that's going to be Bad Blood, uh, Undertaker versus Shawn Michaels' Hell in the Cell. Mm-hmm. But, but this is a damn good match. Especially it the, was the, amazing. the hometown and, and the, just the crowd is insane. I know I say right, it like about twenty times, but this was a really good show. Yeah, the the dark match we didn't mention was the Godwins. They beat the new Blackjacks, so I guess that's gonna be your your dud of a match. It was five minutes. It was so a dark a match. Brad, doesn't Bradshaw. Count. Yeah, the Blackjacks, Who the new Blackjacks, I should say. Yep, Bradshaw Wyndham. Got it. The new Blackjacks as opposed to the old Blackjacks. 
Yeah, that was always a killer. Like the new, the new rockers. Yeah, the new rockers. The new Minette Express. The new Rock and Roll Express was that a thing? Probably. <laughs> the new Young Bucks. That's what's next. The new FTR. They're all new. So yeah, I give this show an A plus. What are you giving it? A plus. Look at that unanimous choice here on the PPW podcast, but. Except for the only thing that could potentially take it down is Bruce Hart, but it's Bruce Hart's so bad he's entertaining. We'll give him that. And I think he just got caught up in it. You know, if you you're there, he was just too excited. And you're a heart, and you're in that building, you just forget. <laughs> you're just like, God damn it, I'm a heart. <laughs> I'm I'm athletic. I got the looks. He's unathletic. I mean, well, I mean, when you're there and you you think you're athletic, he tripped over the guardrail. Like, this is my house. There's nothing more embarrassing than like falling over a fence trying to get over it. We've all done it over time. Yeah. You know, hopping a fence and just tripping. There's, mm-hmm. nothing, there's nothing more embarrassing through it. Recently, I was golfing and my ball went over the fence. And the fence is like seven feet tall. I'm like, I can climb oh, this. Oh, I thought you said your balls went over the fence. <laughs> no, my golf ball. And, uh, well, my balls did go over the fence after I hopped it. Yeah. But getting back up, <laughs> the fence was, like, wobbling. Yeah. My brother-in-law's like, you'll be all right? I'm like, yeah, just give me a second. <laughs> now you're, like, trying to climb upside down. <laughs> well, luckily, you're luckily I'm, well, luckily I'm tall, so I kind of just, you know, kick the leg over. But yeah. it was it was a little touch and go there for a second. Touch and go. <laughs> I didn't know if I would make it. That's a walk around the whole damn your fence. <laughs> like an a-hole. Yeah. Looking like a jackass. <laughs> No, I'm just going to go home and <laughs> take my clothes back to my car right. for me. Jeez, uh, oh, poor Bruce Hart. Uh, this show's worth your time, top to bottom. It's worth it. I think so my go, favorite, go well, I, two favorite moments is just how much I like that Taka match, the Mishinoku match. Okay. I, I, I'm just surprised of how much I liked it. And just the buildup of the in, uh, introduction of the, of the uh, Hart Foundation with Pillman. Just the entrance was does great was done great. Yeah. You, you said the individuals. They could have done the cheap. Let's all come out at once with Brett's music. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you liked what was it? The what are the band's name? Something Sisters. The the, the, the oh Farmer's the, Daughter. Yeah, the Dollar Store J- Dixie Chicks. I think is what it looks like. Pretty sure Dixie Chicks were the Dollar Store Farmer's Daughter. <laughs> Get the hell out. <laughs> We go see the Dixie Chicks. We got the Dixie Chicks at home. It's the Farmer's Daughters. <laughs> right. <laughs> now it's just the Chicks. Yeah, they are. I like the Chicks. Good good, good band. Little wide open spaces. Now we're sure. talking. Sure. Old school little, uh, DC. Gaslighter. Why not, right? Um, What's the, What oh, was that geez. Earl song? Goodbye Earl. Yeah, that they, one. B- about killing Earl. Right. <laughs> Like that's right. That's that what is? he did. He <laughs> no, I was, was I was thinking of what the name of the song was. I like that song. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I saw speaking of concerts. I saw Bruce Springsteen. It was a good time again. No, I think you talk about. Bruce I just want to talk. I just, just want to okay. talk about him again because how much fun I had at the show. <laughs> they try to sneak him. Try to sneak the boss in every show now. All right. Well, what was your favorite part of the the concert? Um. Was Courtney Cox there in the front row? No, but he did play Dancing in the Dark. Yeah. Probably my favorite part was the first like half of this concert was all deep cuts, and I knew the, mm-hmm. all the songs and learned. My wife knew none of them, so yeah, that's cool. I'd be Pretty going to the bathroom court? and getting beers, getting something to eat. Then I want to hear a yeah. good song. I'm like, hey, I know this one. Run back, push people out of the way. Yeah, that was 
I don't know. We're not going to talk about Bruce. We wasted enough time on random subjects today, but that's what we do here yeah. on the PPW podcast. No, that's, that's good when you really like a, a band and you, you know it's deep cut and you feel like like you're in the yeah. underground. You're like, I know this one. And everybody's like, That's like you and Papa Roach, your favorite band. You know all their songs. Uh, it's not Papa Roach, my band. <laughs> <laughs> Papa Roach. <laughs> I do like Papa Roach. Who does it? Disturbed was at the Tidley Park Amphitheater on Thursday. I had to turn around because I forgot there was a concert there. Yeah. Or on Wednesday. And like it was You're all like, backed up. This many up. people like, are going to see Disturbed. <laughs> either that or like no one came into work that day. Yeah. And they're like, wah. <laughs> so they're just singing over and over again. I'll never forget. I, I, I don't know if I told the story on here, but I went to go see maybe the Metro or one of, one of those uh, venues. Mm-hmm. The Vic. Whatever it was. I went down there to go see... I forgot. It was an opener. I think maybe it was Soil. Hold on. I'll never forget, but I, you just forgot. No, I'm just trying ahead. to think of who opened. I think it was Soil. Okay. And I remember coming out and Soil handed me the, one of their demos, and one of their biggest hits was on it. But anyways, I was there, and, oh, I, uh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> I'm tired. What are you talking <laughs> so about? So it was, it, was it was a disturbed show. And okay. And he was stopping in the middle of it, and Tom, what's your friend? What your friend's Tom name? Kowalski. Kowalski. I saw Kowalski there. I'm like, hey, man. Yeah. He's like, hey, man. So we were, we were there. We didn't go together, but we were both there. Okay. Anyways, disturbed uh, David Draymond. I think that's his first name. He starts yeah. starts talking to the crowd, this and that. And he's fucking vulgar. I'm like, Jesus. He's talking about his piercings and this and that and what he does to ladies. And he's got these hooks hanging out of his bottom chin. He's like, I call these my pussy hooks. And I'm, Jesus. I'm like, come on, man. <laughs> About, that's what I remember of him. <laughs> Every time I hear like a disturbed song, not that I didn't like you know the first couple albums, but then it's no, like, that's all I'm gonna think that, of when that, I see. that's all I think of when I see him. <laughs> like him and his pussy hooks. <laughs> but can you imagine getting hooked if you're a girl? <laughs> no, I can't. Jesus, oh, this guy's this guy's uh, oh, man. a masochist or something. <laughs> So anyway, on that note, see you next week. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yeah, so you turned you turned around from a disturbed concert because the traffic yeah, right. was so bad, and that that's it. That, I just went home, and there was nothing. <laughs> I, there was, I know that didn't know that story. Um, see man. now you know. Now I know. Now I know. Apparently, their video, one of their songs. They shot like a live video for it, mm-hmm. and it was at Tinley Park. I think it was at Ozfest when they like were co-headliner one year. Oh yeah, they were there. And I think I think I was there because they're like, "All right, we're gonna sing this song again." So they like, sang at the beginning, at the end, so they get like two video shots oh, of it. Oh okay. Uh, yes, they did it, like twice for the music video. Um, anyway, this is a lot of disturbed talk <laughs> this week's show, but that's okay because we got that great story out of you. Because if we didn't do this podcast, there's so what, many what stories would nobody would know about. When would they know about that? Right, they wouldn't. So I'm glad everybody now knows about it. Uh, if you want to hear other stories about that podcast that stay on topic, <laughs> you can check out some <laughs> of our friends. Uh, our friends at the Our Vantage Point Retro Wrestling Podcast. Uh, they are now in the wrestling can. I think they're up to 1986 on their main feed show. And then they've got uh, their Patreon where they review every WWF pay-per-view. Uh, they're through 96, about to be at, I believe, Mind Games in Your House. So make sure to subscribe and support them. We mentioned them earlier too. Their sister show, The Acid Wash Memories, which is more of a nostalgia show that I listen to all the time. This week they talked about Snick, which was great. It made me want to like watch old episodes of Pete and Pete. <laughs> so it was good stuff. Was that what was on um, it? It was on at some point, Snick. 
the theme song, yeah, nah, 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. with Artie, the strongest man in the world, all that stuff. Show that was ahead of its time. Yeah. Pete and Pete, uh, Acid Wash Memories, go follow them and subscribe and listen to them. And of course, our friends at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. They've got they've got a bunch of inside jokes now, like talking about pricks, pricks, like these crows that just say a bunch of pricks that now Steve Hoker has made some t-shirts for and, and some stickers. Uh, so follow the Fully Posable Podcast for all your wrestling figure talk and all of your wrestling figure news, nostalgia stuff. It's crazy. They're like nostalgia segment. They're through like elites <laughs> now, elites 90. Yeah. So it's, you know, we're just getting old, but go ahead and follow them at the Fully Posable Wrestling Figure Podcast. Scott and Jeff each and every week for almost 400 episodes now putting out shows. So make sure you support them. Our friend Daniel Spencer at the Ringside Podcast. So speaking of that, did you see the trailer for The Wrestlers on Netflix? Yeah, I did watch it. Show? It looks fun. Yeah, he's in it, man. It's OVW. It's, it's I can't wait. Like he was, I was, he was texting me a little bit about it. He's like, yeah, I can't wait to talk about this. So I'm going to ask him, like, hey, when it comes on, like maybe we can come on the show to give us some behind the scenes yeah, stuff. Yeah, there you go. But if not, uh, check out his podcast, the Ringside Podcast, and support uh, them them over there, and also support Impact Wrestling. They've got Bound for Glory coming to Chicago in October, which we're going to try to go to. Will Ospreay is going to be there, too. So good, good stuff. Bound for Glory is their kind of WrestleMania, their big show for Impact Wrestling. Does so, he uh, have a nickname, Osprey? Like, Will Ospreay? Probably Brov. I don't know. Brov. No, so, <laughs> so, so there's Brov. no like nickname moniker for him? Um, I mean, there might be. Not that I'm aware of. Okay. I just thought you were not a big Osprey fan, like you would know. I was back when during like the Bullet Club new fan days, but it's hard to keep up with all that stuff mm-hmm. now. The overseas stuff. But anyway, Ringside Podcast, follow them. Uh, follow our friends over at the Raw's Nitro Podcast. Lee's doing a show um, pretty much as often as we do when he can, so follow them. We mentioned them already. <laughs> the, Every we, week. We mentioned, yeah, we mentioned already our friends over at the uh, Work the Arm Podcast. Our friend Jeff and his wife just had their baby girl, so congratulate him if you get a chance. And also... Uh, the Doing the Marbles podcast, the NASCAR show, uh, also a car racing show. Soda Hunter and Ethan always doing shows over there every week. And it's cool because they were like, we have, we're passionate about something. Let's just start talking about it. So even if you're not into car racing, like I'm not crazy into car racing. I've heard a few of their shows, and it's good because they're passionate about it, and they're having fun doing it too. And now so. you're more knowledgeable about NASCAR. Definitely. Definitely am. Definitely understand the, the – I mean, I don't understand it. I don't understand Do you, do you understand the, the – uh the phrase into the marbles no <laughs> should look it up maybe I, I, I prefer it's a mystery just like evolution ah okay it's a mystery you know uh, the TB toy cast also has a show out um, where they talk about toys not just wrestling figures check them out and then I think doing the favor our friend Eric from doing the favor is now going to be a guest in the three brews podcast it's called I'm going to double check that before I don't forget but he's going to be kind of the the fantasy foot, fantasy sports, fan duel guru type of deal. Um, let me look it up so I don't forget what his name of his, his show is. Um, so what the hell is it? Sorry. It's very, very prepared here. Um, damn it. No, I can't find it. What's your name here? <laughs> doing the favor was. <laughs> What's your doing name? Doing the favor. Here? I don't know. Doing the favor was always friends us and we're buddies with Eric. Here it is. The Three Brews Podcast. I had it right. At Three Brews Podcast. So. Give them a listen to see our buddy Eric back on the on the podcast airwaves, right? That's right. Uh, <sighs> we should have a, like, a, like a network, like a just pretend network. That the podcast buddies? I mean, really, it's just fully posable and the rest of us. <laughs> yeah. They're I mean, the ones doing it the most. Yeah. 
they're the ones that have been doing it the game the longest. So, but they're all it's it's all good stuff. You know, we've all got our buddies. We're all friends in these different groups, and you know, everyone from Nate Ringskirts, who's still doing figure photography, to mm-hmm. Mark Caruso, who's who's told one of my favorite stories ever on the show about having to apologize to the entire eighth grade class for doing a crotch job. <laughs> um, I know, old school, right? You know, original, original fan. <laughs> You're still laughing about that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he had to go to the damn classroom. <laughs> <laughs> Poor guy. Our friend Greg, you know, he's not oh, in the Facebook God. group, but he's on the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, Tony Barker, you know, our buddy over in Nebraska. He's, he's a busy man, but he's got to get him in, more active in the Facebook groups. Um, Kerry, you know, collar elbow guy. He's been in a bunch of shows. but And I, I, I'm missing people, and I apologize, but it's, I appreciate everyone, you know, hanging out and regardless of how often we do shows we try to do them as much as we can but it's nice that we have the community out there for us and honestly if it wasn't for that i wouldn't be on social media at all i wouldn't have x twitter i wouldn't be on facebook i wouldn't be on anything that's the reason i'm still on all this stuff so for as long as that we're going to keep going i'll i'll be on there it's the best way to keep a hold of it to stay in touch with everybody yeah since going back on facebook the only thing i do i mean i'll scroll some stuff but i don't post anything no, you post some weird... I had to delete one of your memes you posted the other day. I forgot what it was. It was inappropriate, though. <laughs> what? <laughs> I don't remember what it was. I'm like, this doesn't look right. Sometimes you got to think before you post, pal. I'm trying to think of what, what was... What would you delete? I don't remember what it was, either. I'll have to ask Was it you. the DDP uh, plush with the dick nose? Maybe. Well, that one went through. I don't know. I, I, I just thought where. it was funny because it's uh, it's from Teen Wolf. <laughs> With the dick nose. <laughs> He's like, what are you looking at, dick nose? <laughs> oh, jeez. I'm going to get you that shirt. Teen Wolf. Okay, it's a good shirt. I'll, I'll wear it never. Um, <laughs> Come on. You you wear all your wrestling shirts to nice, fancy places. You can't wear a dick I nose do. shirt. I do. I get a lot of compliments on all my shirts all the time. I was at the Gaelic Park Irish Fest. I had my Stone Cold Beer Bath shirt on. So. <laughs> yeah. Getting food, the guy's like, "Hey man, I love your shirt." I'm like, "Thank you." I got a lot of compliments yeah. on my shirts. <laughs> Lauren always rolls her eyes at me. I love seeing guys like our age, like wearing wrestling shirts. I'm like, "Hey, I love yeah. your shirt." I'll even like do uh, like this other guy said, "We the ones." I put the one up for him. <laughs> I said, "Hey, I like your shirt." Put the one up at the same time. There you go. Do you tell when you see when you're working and you see customers with wrestling shirts? Do you compliment them? No, that's yeah. I mean, that's what happened last time. <laughs> this guy had the, the oh, know, I thought this was at like the mall or no, something. Just is hanging out. Yeah. Okay. I said, hey, let me shirt. Put up the one. Can you wear costumes to work? No. Aw. Come on, you're the manager. Let people wear whatever they want. No. We get get to wear uh, horror um, movie t-shirts that we sell. Just wear a Bullet Club shirt every day. Okay. For life. Bullet Club. For life. life. Uh, I'm finally in the, the, what was it called? The Bang Gang Gang or whatever? (laughs) The Bang Bang Gang. The Bang Bang Gang. So you're into them, huh? Yeah, I love Juice Robinson. He's yeah. my favorite now. He's so funny. The Guns Club and yeah. and all that. You, are you working Sunday? Yeah. This, till when? Six. Well, AEW's pay-per-view, they're going to be showing it at the movie theater for hey. 15 bucks. You want to go? Uh, I don't see why not. Okay, cool. We'll work. text this week. Okay. Yeah, because I don't think I'm going out of town. I, I thought about it. We were oh, going to potentially, potentially go, but it's... My wife and I were talking, and we've got stuff going on every week for the next from now to like Christmas every weekend, mm-hmm. like no joke. So we're like, we should probably take a break. Yeah. We were just in Ohio last week and enjoy time with um, each other, sleep exactly. in, stare into each other's yeah, eyes. Yeah, I got to cut until you got grass to cut. Got grass to cut. Me got too. Dog poop to pick up. 
all that stuff. I know. All right. Well, we'll talk. We will talk off air, and we'll we'll plan maybe going up there getting some popcorn. You, you should wear your cargo pants so you could sneak some beers in. Oh, of course. I always wear my cargo pants when I sneak shit in. <laughs> <laughs> You're walking Unless all Unless I like, don't, then, it, then it's all jocked. Walking all bow-legged. What's wrong, sir? Nothing. <laughs> Clinking Look, bottles. Look, it's my colostomy bags, bitch. <laughs> That'd be aggressive. I have to, because then they'll, then they'll like, um, you know, kind of put Do they off feel by bad? They're like, oh. Goal. They're like, they feel Ooh. bad. Yeah. Oh, man. Well, there's lots of good wrestling going on right now, um, despite whatever, if you want to like look on like dirt cheats and all that stuff, it seems like there's always people wanting to tear everything down, but I'd love all the wrestling going on now. WWE stuff. Um, we didn't even mention, unfortunately, the passing of, of Bray Wyatt, mm-hmm. uh, Wyndham Rotunda, and a Terry Funk, but I couldn't believe it. I forgot who texted. I think my friend, our friend Mike Dinahan texted me. So he sent me the list. I couldn't believe it that, that Bray Wyatt had passed away. And I never... He, I was I wasn't around in my in Funk's prime, mm-hmm. so I I knew of him, but it didn't really hit me that hard. Why it kind of well, did, like, and then I was watching uh, the Smack the SmackDown. I was watching SmackDown, and they were opening with the whole thing about the ten ring belt, and, and I you know, got a little choked up. Maybe a couple of tears came down. I'm like, I can't watch this. <laughs> it was yeah. after the spotlight on, on the rocking chair, and mm-hmm. so I, I turned it off. I'll just watch something else, you know, funny, whatever, just kind of lighten the mood, whatever. But then a couple of days later, I, I picked it back up where. After that had happened, I was kind of enjoying the show a little bit more because it wasn't so like fresh. Yeah, it was. Yeah, I think I, I think I sent you the news. You were working. You're like, you what did. the hell? Like, I couldn't believe it. Well, That's... you said something, brother, and when you said that, I thought it had something to do with Hulk Hogan. You know, because yeah. I mean, he's he's old and was having surgeries and stuff. You know, it, I wouldn't be. <laughs> no, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised if like he passed away. Uh, but then I, you know, clicked the link. I'm like, holy shit. Yeah, it's it's sad stuff and. I'm gonna watch. Maybe I'll watch Undertaker versus Bray Wyatt WrestleMania 31 tonight. It was a good match, and yeah, his match versus Cena was awesome at WrestleMania 30. And the best match, he that awesome match is the the Wyatt family versus the Shield. Um, that was a good one f- from Elimination Chamber, I believe it was. That match just ruled. Like you want to talk about like tearing the house down? That's what those two teams did, and it's it's sad stuff. Um, yeah, I thought him you know, and Cena a, were good matches. Like even yeah. the the Funhouse match was was oddly like mm-hmm. great but even the matches yeah, before I, that i was never into the fiend i was you know the minority of it but i uh-huh. can't deny how popular it was because of all the merchandise sold and, and like, just how goofy it was <laughs> yeah but you can't deny it like yeah. he, and at, at the very least he was trying something different and that's where the muscle fav- man dance came from <laughs> my my favorite wyatt was was the original wyatt family wrestling yeah. 30 you know with the lantern we're here I think it was, I think, on the Major Wrestling Figure podcast, mm-hmm. Brian Myers was talking about, like, his run. You don't really realize it, but, like, at, at WrestleMania 30, he wrestles Cena. 31 wrestles The Undertaker. 32 has a segment with The Rock. 33 wrestles Randy Orton for the championship. Like, that's a pretty damn yeah. good WrestleMania run. Like, back-to-back-to-back to back to back years, so. And I'm sure it's one know. of the, you know, the oddball um pay-per-views when he's got the kid you know cena's trying to get out of the cage and they get the kid there oh he's, yeah he starts singing like he's got the whole you know and, and cena, yeah. cena sells it great right i remember that wow so much stuff yeah. and it's it's you know sad sad stuff that he passed away very very young too so yeah so i i, um, I texted um becca you know my girl and i said i don't know man like uh, like this one kind of hit me hard macho man randy savage hit me hard too like back when he that was mm-hmm. announced because i'm like that came out of nowhere Right. Um, so there's that Firefly 
logo. Like, you know what? I might get this. I'll rethink this in about a month to see <laughs> see mm-hmm. if I still want to get a tattoo of this. But yeah, yeah. Well, uh, Braun Strowman got that tattoo. Yeah, I saw that. It's it's also like you know, it was kind of fun. Yeah, it's. I mean, I, I posted something on Twitter too about how, or I guess on X that 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 Ed Sheeran concert. There, I took a picture of everyone with yeah. their flashlights out, their cell mm-hmm. phones, and like. That's that's the Bray Wyatt Fireflies. That's yeah. what it'll always be. Yeah, like, the House you know, of Black at All In was uh, was pretty touching. Too. Yeah, yeah, and they had, they brought the lantern out, and you know it's you don't find people. There's no like stories of people like not liking him either, too. Uh-huh. So it's it sucks, but you know when wrestlers pass, it's they live on forever because of of wrestling fans. You know, love of the history of wrestling and wrestling fans kind of get like shit sometimes for being like these uneducated like hillbillies <laughs> or whatever. But you're right. Um, yeah. But wrestling fans are some of the biggest historians mm-hmm. and like preservers of history out there. Um, there's there's tape groups that are dedicated to, or traded groups. They're not tapes anymore, but you know, digital file groups de- dedicated just to making sure original like music is in, which doesn't affect the impact the entire thing of the event, but they want to preserve that history. Um, for forever, you know, and yeah. uh, someone posted a meme I saw like a while ago that said, it's wild to think that there's going to be an entire generation of kids and fans that don't know that Hulk Hogan didn't have the NWO theme as his theme song in WCW. It was Voodoo Child. Mm-hmm. And like people are going to forget about that because it's not on any, any licensed stuff because they're not going to pay for that song. Yeah. But, you know, we knew that he was, you know, you know, there was, air guitar in. There was a customer... Uh, it had to been tonight. Like they were standing in line and their ringtone went off and it was Voodoo Child. And my mm-hmm. first thought is like, oh, you like Hogan? <laughs> <laughs> like that's who I think of when I hear that song. Obviously so like, I knew that song before Hogan, but it's like, like that, don't talk to me. <laughs> that just became synonymous with, you know, Hollywood Hogan. Mm-hmm, definitely. So sad stuff, but wrestling, you know, will live on forever for that. Um, just because of the fans. Yeah, there's something right, that uh, just real quick, something that Tom Savini, yeah, sure. he was the he's like the horror guy that does all the uh, special effects and stuff in a lot of horror movies. He had posted a video of Bray Wyatt at his house in his home theater trying out this crazy chair. So it's it's kind of like like an upside down. Uh, if you if you played Sorry, like those little pegs that you would move around the, the, yeah. the board, it's kind of like that, but inverted, and it kind of turns on itself. But anyway, there's a video I put up. Uh, I I shared it of Bray Wyatt in this chair because uh, Tom Savini did the Fiend mask and all the other stuff for him. So he's on this chair and it's just Bray, it's just Wyndham Rotunda. Like it's, there's no mm-hmm. character. And he's just in this chair just smiling and just like laughing like how fun this chair is as <laughs> he's like, mm-hmm. you know, trying to figure out how to manipulate it as he's turning around. It's, it was just fun. I'm like, man, that's that's Wyndham, you know? For sure. Well, guys, uh, go watch some of his matches. Watch some of Terry Funk's matches too, especially if you haven't seen those in a while. And uh, support uh, everyone you can and with the wrestlers you can. And if you get a chance to meet them, if you're going to Starcast this weekend, there's you're on the fence about meeting somebody. Just go ahead and do it. You never know uh, what'll happen. So it's kind of morbid to think like that, but it's it's true. Um, so never you never know. Um, and then plus you get to meet your, your favorites from growing yeah. up. So never, never pass up an opportunity on that. And I'm glad, I'm glad uh, I met, um, Paul Bearer when I met him. Yeah. Cause I met him exactly. in February. He passed away, I think in mm-hmm. early March, like yeah. a month and a half right later. Before WrestleMania that yeah. year. Yeah. So thanks everyone for, for listening this week and for following along with us. Uh, let us know what you want to hear us talk about next. Of course, join us in the Facebook group, positively processing podcast. I'm still on Twitter at, or X PBW podcast. 
uh, support us by just listening and sharing with a friend and subscribing. And if you want to leave a review, that'll be great too. Uh, Eric, anything else? No, that's it. All right, guys. Thanks for listening. See you next time.